You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Multiple people are dead in Point Hope after a shooting. What we know so far about the tragedy in the North Slope Borough. Plus a plea deal announced for a former Diamond High School employee charged of sexual abuse of a minor. Hear from the mother of the victim who was not happy. And the House Amended Education Not saying plan he would veto it, but also not supporting it. In a social media post, the governor said his initial review of... And a winter weather advisory along the Seward Highway. I'll have all those details coming up in the forecast tonight. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. We're continuing to follow this developing story of a shooting in Point Hope. That's on the northwest coast of Alaska. Tonight, the remote Inupiat Whaling Village is in a state of mourning after multiple people were killed or hurt. Joe Kadat continues to follow how that community is doing tonight and what we know about the shooting. Joe? Mike, as the day has gone on, the outpouring on social media of prayer, support, and condolences have grown about the overnight deadly shooting in the small community of Point Hope. The governor's statement, the latest in that situation, after multiple North Slope borough leaders have spoken through statements about the shooting that left multiple people dead and injured overnight. We're still waiting to hear right now if there will be school tomorrow in the Tikagook School District. They announced they'd be closed today to reflect what they called a community tragedy. Officials saying the shooting happened in a home and not on school property. And that will give you a sense of what this community of about 675 people is feeling. One of the first things we heard North Slope Borough leaders emphasize is that a suspect is in custody. And that's why they've continued to say there's not a safety risk. For anyone dealing with the emotional impact, borough leaders have said grief counseling will be available. Also in their statement, they say, in part, our hearts go out to the families and friends of those affected. In these moments, we stand together offering our support and condolences to all impacted by this tragedy. Our condolences to the victims, their families, and all of those affected. Just a short time ago, Governor Mike Dunleavy echoing that statement saying, Rose and I are devastated by the tragic shooting that occurred in Point Hope. Our hearts ache for the families and residents affected by the senseless act. We will continue to pray for healing and justice. We will continue to follow this developing story tonight and in the days and coming weeks ahead, which we'll update first on alaskasnewsource.com and on our mobile app. This is a very difficult day for this community with lots of thoughts and prayers for them tonight. Mike. All right, thanks, Joe. New at 6, a plea deal for a former Diamond High School coach accused of sexual abuse of a minor and a student was revealed in an Anchorage courtroom this afternoon. But Tyler Lane updates us now the victim's mother was not happy with what she heard in that courtroom. Right, Tyler? Mike, Khalil Brown formerly worked as a security guard and a coach at Diamond High School. In early 2023, Brown pled not guilty to accusations he had sexual relations with a minor student. That was until this afternoon. In an Anchorage court, he accepted a plea deal for a 60-month sentence with all but 27 suspended. It's a decision that's not sitting well with the mother of the victim. 
So to the charge of sexual abuse of a minor in the third degree, what is your plea? I plead guilty. I recognize that today we will not be ruling or having a sentence. Um, I just would like it on the record that I do not agree with this plea deal. This is a family of the victim. Um, I'm truly heartbroken at this process. And he was in a position of authority and took advantage of a minor child by working for a school. As part of the deal announced today, Brown will also have to register on the sex offender registry list for 15 years. He was let out of the courtroom in handcuffs. A different judge will impose final sentencing on June 27th. However, that judge does not have to accept the plea deal and could increase Brown's sentence. Mike? All right, thanks, Tyler. Well, tonight we're waiting to hear what the governor will say about a major education bill that's headed to his desk, which includes the largest funding increase for schools in state history. Hours before announcing he'd have a news conference tomorrow about this, and right after the legislature passed the bill today, the governor said it falls short. Tonight, lawmakers telling Steve Kirch about the possibility of a veto. Governor Mike Dunleavy is announcing a press conference while saying on social media, in his review, this educational bill falls far from improving the educational outcomes of students. But Senate President Gary Stevens says this bill could prove hard to veto. The governor can't uh, veto certain parts of this bill. He can't veto this part and leave that part. He has to veto the whole bill. But then when it comes to appropriation, he can veto uh, individual items in, that, in, the, in the appropriations bill. So um, I'm anxious to see what he does. Uh, Furthering complicating things, grant money with a deadline, which supporters say is needed to improve rural school internet speed, is also included in this bill. The governor is saying in a social media statement, it appears to do the same thing we have done for decades, just spend money. It doesn't support Reads Act, it fails to improve access to public charter schools, and it does nothing to recruit and retain teachers when incentive pay. We can't keep doing the same thing year after year and expect different results. Speaking to money, the bill also moves away from some of the educational priorities the governor outlined early in the session. It includes $680 in per-student funding, up from $300, a charter school coordinator instead of allowing the state board to have new application authority as the governor wanted, and on teacher bonuses, there's non-binding language about making a local decision. Instead of $5,000 to $15,000, the governor argued was needed to recruit and retain teachers. Passing in the Senate 18 to 1 on Monday, Senator Mike Schauer was the only no vote, saying he thought the governor's teacher bonus incentive should have been kept in the package. Well, then we're kind of doing the same thing. We're throwing another, at this point, about a quarter of a billion dollars at the system uh, with no guarantee it's going to go where we know it needs to go to make the difference. Now, Palmer Senator Shelley Hughes voted in favor of this bill, but she says if the governor decides to veto it, she will be on his side on this. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. All right, let's turn to the weather situation this evening. Overcast skies with cooler temperatures and an advisory for snow and blowing snow is impacting parts of south central Alaska tonight. Jackie Purcell joins us with a look at the forecast now, Jackie. Yeah, Mike, we are seeing a winter weather advisory for an important highway transportation area, and that is the Seward Highway. So the areas that will be impacted, take a look. It's anywhere from Portage to Whittier to Turnigan Pass down to Seward. So the winter weather advisory will go through 6 o'clock Tuesday morning. Snow is expected 7 to 15 inches, along with gusty winds, 25 to 45 miles per hour. And even in other parts of the Kenai Peninsula, you can see the snowfall spreading. So even a 2 to as much as 10-inch accumulation is expected elsewhere on and along the Seward Highway. Now, back in Anchorage, we are seeing some cooler temperatures are 
Temperature currently is at 17 degrees. The winds are out of the north at 12 miles per hour. We'll see some breezy conditions, but nothing like the windstorm we had previously. As we go through the day tomorrow, that storm system will be cycling southward and moving out of the region. That will set us up for some clearing, some drying, but also colder air. That'll be the case as we go through the next three days. So get ready for colder temperatures and some sunshine. Tomorrow, still under mostly cloudy skies with a high temperature of up to 24 degrees, but you will see those north winds anywhere from 5 to as much as 20 miles per hour, dropping to the teens on Wednesday and down to 11 degrees on Thursday. Overnight low temperatures, even single digits to sub-zero readings. We'll have more on the forecast coming up in a little bit. Mike? All right, Jackie, we'll see you then. And don't forget, you can download the Alaska's Weather Source app to stay connected and up to date with all of the latest weather advisories and forecasts. New developments in the possible merger surrounding the companies that own Fred Meyer and Cars stores here in Alaska. The Federal Trade Commission, along with a bipartisan group of nine attorneys general, filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon today. It's an attempt to block Kroger's $24.6 billion acquisition of Albertsons, which would create one of the largest grocers in the country. The federal agency argues it would eliminate competition, resulting in higher prices for shoppers and lower wages for workers. The companies say that teaming up will help them better compete with larger retailers. Today, all three members of Alaska's congressional delegation applauded the move to challenge the merger. Senators Dan Sullivan and Lisa Murkowski previously raised concerns about the merger in a letter they sent to the FTC chair last year. Still ahead tonight, Anchorage mayoral candidates take the stage as Election Day approaches. Coming up after the break, we'll hear what they have to say about a possible sales tax. You're watching Alaska's News Source. An Anchorage sales tax, that long talked about but often controversial topic, came up as the candidates who want to be the next mayor of Anchorage told the Chamber of Commerce where they stand on this issue. Lauren Maxwell tells us what some of them had to say. Mayor Bronson will have nine challengers on the April 2nd ballot, and a lot of them were in the room today to debate the issues they say are important to Anchorage. One of the questions they were asked was about a sales tax. Some of the candidates said the city isn't doing the best job of spending money now, including former assembly head Suzanne LaFrance. So the first thing we have to do is do a better job of providing services for the money that taxpayers are paying. And we also need to think about what's the best way to invest in ourselves and what will give us the best return. LaFrance didn't say whether she favored a tax, but former Anchorage Economic Development Corporation head Bill Pop was more enthusiastic. And a year-round sales tax with almost 20% of it being paid by people who don't live in Anchorage is a tax break for the citizens. And these are things that we should be having a long conversation about at least a year's worth before we take it to a vote. And, Former uh, State I Representative Chris Tuck was less direct, sorry, citing his legislative experience. Uh, we passed a fiscal plan, one of the first fiscal plans in the state history, and one of the things that we did is we made sure that we were efficient and we uh, managed cuts before we started asking people to, to pay for more. Tuck said if needed, he would prefer a seasonal sales tax. But incumbent Mayor Dave Bronson said the city has a spending problem. It needs to get under control. Spending is the challenge. I could support a seasonal sales tax if it guaranteed dollar-for-dollar dollar reduction in property tax. Most of the forum focused on how to strengthen the Anchorage economy. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. And there are 10 total candidates running for Anchorage mayor. 
On March 13th, KTUU will televise a debate at 7 p.m. between the four candidates you just saw who qualified because of the latest APOC filing deadlines. They had public campaign web pages, a campaign chairperson who's not solely the candidate, and a dedicated campaign bank account. That debate airs March 13th on Channel 2. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.